if from my experience when I was inexperienced at it, my very first run, I went and did a half marathon. No, I was able to do. Yeah. I was able to run, but from ten minutes in at a five minute kilometer pace, my heart was in zone five. So what's just in terms of, of kind of the percentage of, of your max? <coughs> what's what's zone four? So my heart rate max is around two ten there thereabouts, but it's uh, I should be in the one ninety is where like I'm in the zone five. Right. So above one seven six. My heart rate for an hour and a half of my half marathon, I just ran in Phoenix Park. I was in maintaining zone, zone. Yeah, and that's when I start to get to know. It's supposed to be two twenty minus your age, isn't it? Yeah. So there we go. Huh? You only ten. Two twenty, boys. Get that abacus back out. <laughs> Hey guys, Sean here for episode 7 of the Any Given Run Day podcast. I am here once again with Eric, Connor and Aaron and we are going to go straight into today's episode. No kissing straight in. No kissing straight I was at a wedding on again, that's all. It was just it was a phrase, I'm sorry. I'm how, 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 how was the wedding? Was it a good, good no, part no, wedding? No, good did you miss out on your long run this weekend, I the did. wedding? I did, absolutely, yes. Absolutely no run this weekend? No running, no, running, no. no kissing. No, no running, no Oh, you did a lot. I say you did a fair bit of chasing this weekend, though. All right. <laughs> Wearing the garments like six kilometers running. I've often run a marathon for a party. <laughs> did you have that garment on the dance floor? Yeah, I did. Step count was high. Anyway, well, sorry. Speaking sorry. of that, of that cross training, we're going to talk about a little bit of cross. that a segue? A yeah, little bit of cross training. We're going to talk about straight into um, Connor. You first two weeks went well. The running, I must say, the next two weeks didn't. But you started your hurling training. How has that gone for you? Yeah, it's been that's been great. Um, so yeah, I suppose kind of found the first um the first podcast. So I had two weeks of just pure running and and general gym work, and that was that was fine. Um, and then we implemented then we went back training then um and haven't trained for the last three weeks. So um overall it's been good. I mean on the running side um you know I've hit a couple of personal bests in the five and ten k pace, which is good. Um, always nice to see. Um, and then it's just good to be back. Just good to be back hurling, you know. Um, nice to nice to be back with the lads and just kind of going getting back to that structure. For for those that didn't see it on our at any given run day official po- uh, Instagram, uh, talk a little bit about that post you put up two weeks ago. Um, you you had your Garmin on you for hurling training. One that's insane because you guys are barbarians with sticks. We've talked about before. But two, you you, you did um seven k running throughout that training session. What 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 was that post about? Yeah, so I, I suppose look. The idea of, of my journey and where I'm coming from is that I, you know, I want to see if it's possible to kind of, um, you know, to be able to hit peak performance from a, a an endurance uh, event standpoint, while as we're being right in the midst of beginning our, our season really, because obviously April when we when we run the Madrid Marathon, um, that's very early in our hurling season. We'll yep. we'll just be kind of starting the league at that point in time, so that's really the the challenging point. So the idea of my training is that, um, in lieu of you know, kind of. Uh, runs that I'll use my hurling sessions as, um, you know, as those kind of shorter training uh, training runs. So, obviously, to do that, happy to monitor and and and, and track the the sessions. So, what I've been doing is I'm, I'm not wearing my Garmin because <laughs> I'm not that stupid, but I have an old Fitbit that okay. that, that does the job perfectly. So it'll it tracks basically it'll, it'll track heart rate and distance Poor covered. Fitbit, you know, risk the Fitbit with Garmin. No, no, no. 
Great plug there. It's not tight. In fairness, if you saw this Fitbit now, it's absolutely massive. I think they'll probably do more, more damage to a hurl. <laughs> but uh, look, it does the job perfectly. So what I've been doing is is kind of tracking the trainings, uh, the hurling, hurling trainings. And uh, and look, obviously what, what, what I'm finding is that, um, you know, obviously I'm not covering great distances. I mean, in, in terms of the distance covered, it's been anywhere from uh, kind of about four to seven kilometers covered. Over um, what period of time? Over anywhere from an hour and ten to an hour and thirty. Okay. Okay, and that's that's indicative of hurling. I mean, obviously, most of the work we do on, on, in the middle of a match, it's short, it's sharp. Um, so even for example, we could be spending you know ten minutes or fifty minutes doing a, you know some striking drills. I might stay in you know kind of a short you know a short area. So in terms of the distance covered, it wouldn't be great. But you know, at the same time, I'm exerting a lot of energy. And I suppose when I think about that, you know, distance versus exertion. The best example I can give you is in a match. I'm talking about playing in half back or wing back you might go up and field a high ball okay so take the ball and you come down to the ground mm-hmm. you're immediately tackled okay you try to break a tackle solo make a run make a tackle and then strike the ball so the distance you actually cover might only be five six seven meters but the actual energy you exert to do that is massive yeah so that's what's kind of interesting you know looking at the stats and seeing okay well you know although I may have only covered you know four or five kilometers the, my heart rate is you know stays quite consistently high and um, you know I'm obviously you know working very hard even though the distance you know covered isn't great so I suppose and I'm not really focusing on things from a heart rate perspective but not dissimilar to what Eric's kind of talked about in that you know going for longer distance at a shorter or a lower heart rate and um, I'm kind of working for a higher heart rate for you know for for, for lower distances and um, okay. you know and so to complement that then what I'm trying to do is you know when I'm getting out from my run you know and it really is once a week um, that I'm kind of trying to drop the um, drop the, the pace and run a little bit slower it hasn't always happened uh, a couple of angry runs have, have gone in there after work <laughs> and so it just gets ahead of you but you know that I'm trying to basically you know drop my pace a little bit so you know I'm, I'm kind of I'm getting used to, to running that marathon distance or marathon pace but um, at a slightly longer distance than I would do in a hurling session uh, you, but you're also getting a couple of gym sessions in and like if anyone was looking at the video or on the YouTube all the four of us here is like well one of them's doing strength training marathons and I build more so in the gym and I hate to admit this but I'm, I'm, I'm looking like a skinny guy in a long Jordan top right now with small <laughs> arms whereas this lad Conor Nolan over here has the tight t-shirt and the arms sticking out how's that how's the gym sessions going with the hurling and the run you said we're running once a week well, so, so have you only done five six runs as well so yeah to break it down what I've done over the last couple of weeks is now I haven't tracked my gym sessions but in terms of actual running I've done six six long runs that I say long I mean the distances vary from, from 5 to 10 kilometers and um, we've done 5 pitch sessions as well and again the distance cover will be 5 to, to five to 7 or 4 to 7 kilometers and then at the moment I'm doing um, one gym session with the hurlers and then two gym sessions myself I want to talk about the gym sessions in a second but I want Eric to break out that abacus because we are 6 weeks in six. 6 weeks in and you've done one, one, one run a week you've done 5-6 runs yeah Right, well, I wish I had the uh, mm. podcast from yeah, last yeah, week. We're yeah. the same level as Aaron here. Was he? Was was Carl not laughing? At Aaron's only yeah, doing yeah, five six yeah, runs. Yeah. Only five six. He done oh, the no, exact no, same. Get out my quote book here. Yeah, Aaron, What's... your use is that run. <laughs> <laughs> 
So obviously you've done more runs to hurl or only taking the mix there on, on that one, but you're only you're you're running once a week. Yeah. You're doing your gym sessions. Uh, in the gym, are you doing cardio as well as weights, or is it just weights with the hurlers? Or what what's going on? Yeah. So so gym sessions for me at the moment it's exclusively a push session and a pull session. So I suppose for anyone that's not familiar with that, a push session is basically. Um, it, it's uh, chest, shoulders, and triceps, and I usually do some uh, some leg work as well. Uh, so basically, it's any form of exercises that your your basically the hinge or, or or your body part is pushing against the weight, and then you know a pull session whereby it's it's your back, your biceps, um, and some core work there as well. So again, you know the exercises are are, are pulling the weights towards you. Um, the set or this was the, the the hurling gym session. It's a circuit training. Um, in a place called the Performance Clinic out in Savage and uh, we've been That's there cool. we've been there once once last week and we're going in tomorrow night and it's the closest I've ever come to getting sick uh, at a session it's, uh, it's that wedding it, was fairly good it? <laughs> <laughs> it's been a week of weak stomachs hasn't it um, but it's it's essentially it's, it's uh, endurance circuits so um, a lot of what we do is body weight focused or, or light weight but it's incredibly high reps very high intensity um, so it's a basically hit session Oh, talk about I just have one thing. Yeah, go ahead. We were you said the season is going to be coming pretty much to a start as we hit the marathon training. Yeah. Have you noticed now? So obviously it's like the pre-season type training, which yeah. is quite run intensive. Yeah. You're not doing. We're one jump about the one run a week. As your training progresses into the more skill level, match based level, will you find yourself doing more runs as we get towards the marathon? Or is that how you kind of envisage your training going for the next five weeks? That's definitely how I envisage it. I, I think that I'm actually a little bit maybe surprised that um, I, I'm certainly more sore um, than I thought it would be. Like what I'm finding, because I suppose that's the time of the year, you know, uh, obviously the ground is very, very heavy. Our, our sections are, um, you know, which are pitch based, are, are focused on. Um, on, on high intensity and then there's, yeah. there's an endurance run or it's basically they're mass runs so um, it's a lot of kind of um, it's it's covering a longer distance than you know, we would do usually um, with a very short time period for recovery so what I'm finding is that oftentimes I'll come off the pitch on, on a Thursday um, you know Friday my energy levels will be quite low um, and you know I suppose coupling that then with my, my runs on the road um, what I found my calves my hamstrings my hip flexors have all been you know quite sore mm-hmm. so in my head when we, we started this journey I thought okay well what I would probably do is you know we would have likely as not maybe one very heavy session with the hurling um, two maybe lighter I'd be able to incorporate a, a much longer run you know into my week then that probably hasn't been the case um, again the hope is that we're three weeks in still you know I hope the rest of the lads are the same as well uh, <laughs> we're all still kind of acclimatising yeah. to, to the sessions the hope is that you know, um, you know, in the coming weeks, that I suppose as we get used to that, that I'll be able to implement longer runs as opposed to more runs. Because I think, you know, in all honesty, I never really thought that I'd be running three, four times a week because I knew with the hurling and trying to fit recovery and a gym session into that as well, you know, that wasn't going to be likely. Um, otherwise, I'd be out in the road every night of the week. Yeah, I mean, your your hurling coach, to, to, to their credit, he's not thinking about what you know the lads are at their own training. Then he's probably thinking that. Um, you know his three sessions this could be the only time a week that the lads are training so I'm going to base everything off that so let's let's go through an endurance circuit which we're going to have to talk about sets and after the second hour, uh, out of curiosity but that kind of thing on a Thursday that was Thursday wasn't it yeah by the time Sunday comes around they're just about to recover for a hard training session 
and then on Tuesday's your session Monday Monday so they're probably I don't know if they hold back a little bit so you do a session on Monday or it's free season good luck to you there's no hold back or yeah so the schedule is Mon- Monday's our gym session um, and then we have a, a pitch session on a Thursday and that's really where a lot of the hard work is done um, Sunday tends to be a little bit more ball focused because we obviously we're, you know we, that's a Sunday morning yeah. training so that we've actually got good daylight we want to make use of it so today um, we were on an AstroTurf uh, pitch down at Manucci University um, you know again we're able I suppose to be much more focused on, on, on technique and, and, and tactics um, as opposed to just, just flogging lads that being said they still ran the arse off us anyway <laughs> <laughs> that's pre-season um, but that's pre-season yeah what is, for people listening what is an endurance circuit and how do they bring you so close to getting sick yeah um, so I, I'm going to you know put a little bit of blame on, on the Super Bowl as well so it was the Monday after the Super Bowl and uh, as Sean alluded to last week sadly the result did not go the 49ers way so that was a little bit of a depressing Monday morning going into work um, but the the session was uh, basically broken into to three um, three sections so um, the idea being that we worked for 21 minutes and then um, so, so seven uh, seven minutes per per, um, gotcha. per section right and within each section there was three exercises um, you do each exercise do ten reps of each exercise um, continuously so for the full seven minutes without rest so in let's say in section one there was uh, box squats there was some hurdle jumps and there was a kind of a, a, a resistant band um, a fly so kind of a, basically a, a pec fly okay so you do each exercise ten times and keep going for the full seven minutes as quickly as you could and the idea was to do as many rounds as possible so seven minutes on two minutes off the next section then was uh, box jumps medicine ball slams and press ups again 10 10 10 and keep going as long as possible uh, for, well, for the seven minutes do as many rounds as possible and then the final circuit then was uh, burpees um, uh, mountain climbers and uh, hand to heel touches from a press position so it's all kind of core focus then and, and cardio and again seven minutes you know, uh, if you're in a pressing position, you gotta reach your hand back towards your foot, push your hips up in the air, opposite hand towards the heel, towards your toe, towards your toe. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. So it's nasty. <laughs> you're not you're yeah, yeah. bending the other way as if you're, you're one from the Exorcist. <laughs> under, under under your body, not over your back. Yeah. Hey, Eric just got. Eric just realised what's going on there. Tommy dropped there. Was like, what yeah. is this? That sounds. Yeah, I mean. That yeah, that that's yeah, a few good years. And look, you know, very very tough going. I suppose the idea is that we're building a base of fitness that you know, come September, you know, we'll know that we can still perform for you know, fatigue. And that's a lot of what we do in preseason is that even when we finish our long runs, um, you know, on a Thursday night, it's we're straight into right into twos and poking a ball. Your so your rest period starts off with you trying to do something hurting focused. Yeah. When you're fatigued, um, so everything is everything is conditioned towards. You know, being in a match situation, a couple of points down, three minutes to go, what have you got left in you? Because most in most sports, the, the most mistakes are made in the last fifteen minutes of the game. Exactly. So that's what that, exactly. that's going towards. So you're you're. It's mad that uh, the four of us. There's so many different philosophies and things thrown out at people to make their own mind up on what they want to do. Because you, your training is a lot of it is bring you to fatigue as quick as possible. Whereas Eric is the opposite in terms of heart rate training, slowing it down. I can imagine there's not many burpees in your, your program. No, absolutely not. No, like that, maybe it's the influence of my previous goals. I do try to get into the gym, but for me, it's just to strengthen muscles. So um, a lot of the time I'm doing single leg squats for the legs. I do it on a stability board to strengthen the ankles and legs. 
kind of like conditioning the body for what it's about to go through and make sure to try and my knees were kind of sore after the last marathon so trying to prevent that from happening again and see how I go and and I've been using some of the doTERRA oils and creams and stuff and like we don't get paid for any of this we're doing it for fun and we're trying to we're trying to show people what is out there and that is one of the things I've noticed a massive difference we're using those creams before and after one it's like a heater upper and a cooler downer and my knees have been feeling really good even on the long ones and I'm nervous because I'm like right. oh they better not go but for me like back to the question yeah I try to avoid that high intensity I do get I get there twice a week and some of the posts you see in zone 4 and how fast I have to run to get there and then how quickly then it decreases in terms of the pace required to be there so you see how your energy dissipates as the training session goes. when you get to, to, to zone 4 are you near a point getting sick um, that is at that stage where you are pushing yeah when you start seeing zone 4 pushing into zone 5 you've got from my experience when I was inexperienced at it, my very first run I went and did a half marathon no I was able to do yeah. I was able to run but from 10 minutes in at a 5 minute kilometre pace my heart was in zone 5 so what's just in terms of, of kind of the percentage of, of your max <coughs> what's what's zone 4 so my heart rate max I think around 210 there thereabouts but it's uh, I should be in the 190 is where like I'm in the zone 5 right. so above 176 my heart rate for an hour and a half of my half marathon I just ran in Phoenix Park I was in maintaining zone, zone yeah and that's when I start to get to know it's supposed to be 220 minus your age isn't it yeah so you're only 10 huh you're only 10 220 but I think get that abacus back out <laughs> <laughs> I think it's 220 yeah so it's about 190 there there yeah. it is yeah so uh, sorry I, I started at my you asked my max and I was like is it like 210 or so but yeah it's about 190 so I was at 196 I think for the majority of that so I was above what my max should have been and once I got through an hour and a half my body just started to shut down on me I started to get dizzy I was struggling to see I was struggling through everything and that's the intensity level I'd, I'd imagine if you look at your heart rate max heart rates that you're probably reaching in Ireland and when you're going for a max sprint for a ball you're not thinking about it but I imagine when you're on a long run and you're in that intensity, all you can do is think about how much you're, oh, yeah. you're suffering. When there's a ball involved, I, I can imagine you're not really thinking about it too much. No, uh, let's put it into a max situation. You know, once, I suppose you kind of there's a ball coming towards you, everything just kind of just stops. Uh, and I find it slows down a little bit. But at the same time, when you go back and look at the the stats, I mean, you can obviously see that look for that that point in time when you can pinpoint. Okay, well that was the point where I was picking the ball up, I was breaking a tackle, uh, I was looking to pick out a man with it with a pass. Yeah, absolutely. Your heart rate is spiking because you're working with such an intensity, um, you know, and that's why I suppose it's completely different to when you you, you flip it to marathon running because obviously you're constantly about being able to you know work work to a goal and obviously push yourself. But you know, at the same time, you're looking to maintain a level of, of intensity over a lengthier period of time. Um, you know, it's very very different to play sixty minutes of a match, um, you know, than it is to, to run for for three and a half four hours. Yeah, I'm glad you said that because there's different trains of thought and stuff and. Coming from a personal training background, I feel there are some trainers out there that, that their goal will be to make a client get sick and be like, oh, I put you through your pace, it's a good workout. Now, it's different, you've got a group of hurling lads and you're training for that fatigue level for a reason um, and they have their own philosophy and stuff and I don't know what the coaches exactly thinking on that, but I'm sure they have a good reason to go with that. But just, if you're listening to this and you're just you're going for your gym sessions or you're going for your runs whatever it is the, the goal shouldn't be to train to get sick 
Um, there should be like a, you should always train hard, but there should always be, you know, that that point where you you don't need to to judge a great workout by by how sore you are the next day or how much you you want to puke because that's not sustainable. I mean, you go four hard sessions a week, you're puking every single one of them. It, it over you're not going to keep doing it and, and it's no good just to be clear I've never puked a session right let's, <laughs> let's be really clear yeah, I'm, not, I'm not saying that I'm, I'm, I, I, know what you, I know what you mean getting close to that stage and push yourself on intensity and, that, and that's good but just in case someone's listening they're going well you know I better start pushing myself hard if I get sick you, you don't need no, no, to no. do that to get results but still to keep you know push your, everyone has different intensity levels and how far to get to yeah, look, I mean, what I would say about, about that session, just to clarify, I mean, I say I felt like getting sick. To be fair, right, I was coming off the back of, you know, having been up all night yeah. watching the Super Bowl. I hadn't eaten a whole lot that day. I'd, I'd eaten a burrito at about five o'clock just to try and get some dinner into me because um, I was a busy day in work. I wasn't well prepared for it. Um, and also, I mean, in those kind of situations where you're, you're, you're against the clock, it's, it's very kind of self-motivated because even though you're in a, a team environment there, yeah. you're the one doing the exercises. So I'd always really push myself. I wasn't probably best prepared for it. I'll be much better prepared tomorrow. Um, but it was a good session. I mean, you know, I think, you know, we, we all built up a, a, a worked up a real sweat, like, you know, more, yeah. and that's more more important. And certainly even coming off the field in our, our pitch sessions, you know, no one feels like everything hurts. You know, we'll have some muscle soreness and, and certainly, you know, I've experienced that, um, you know, but at the same time, we're working towards, you know, being able to perform under fatigue and not working to get sick. Awesome. We spoke about last week as well. Like you're doing this to enjoy it, and the more you feel like we were saying, Darren, you know, you're pushing Aaron, push himself to yeah, maximum. Probably that zone five I was talking about without knowing it. You were in that stage where you were going at your maximum, and your body was like, "What is going on?" That's not an enjoyable experience. No. That time I did that half marathon, I wasn't right for a day or two afterwards. I genuinely, my body was just not happy with me. So for me, and like you said, I, I don't go into the, the hurling kind of that short sharp unless I'm doing my interval training. Mm-hmm. But even in the intervals, staying in zone four, you're working hard, you're sweating hard, probably wouldn't have a conversation with you if we were going for a run together. No. You're just not able. Yeah. But it's on that limits where I can do it for a sustained period of time, be happy that I've done a really hard workout and I'll be recovered within 30 minutes of the training session. Yeah. And, and then I have the will and the want to go again tomorrow and, and you know I'd like even just to, to cover off because I know both yourself and, and, and Aaron kind of mentioned that um, you, you don't really like running at times and, and it's funny because I always felt like that over the last four or five weeks I'm I've, I'm really starting to enjoy it mm-hmm. for me it's become that little bit of almost like therapy and like I said there's a couple of nights where I've had a you know rough day in work or um, or a lot of my mind or whatever and I just said right I need to get a run in you know, I'd go out and um, even without thinking it, all of a sudden I'd be, God, you know, after running 5K there, you know. And um, so for me, it's funny because I used to love the gym and hate the running. That's slowly starting to shift now. Okay. Um, I think that, you know, even even my hurling as well, you know, when, when you're performing well and you're having a good, you have a good base of fitness and, you know, you recover a little bit quicker and, and things become easier long term, even though at the time they're quite, quite hard. Like, I, there's, there's not a session where I don't think at one point in time I'm on my, on my hands and knees or I'm breathing heavily you know but you start to enjoy it more and you enjoy that process because ultimately what we're working towards is you know is Madrid in, in whatever it is 11 weeks um, you know that's the end goal I think that you know every night we get out in the road or every night we, we do a session regardless of what it is we're working towards that and can get to a point where you know we're going to be able to cross the finish line and know that we did everything possible for it 
100%. Uh, we will wrap up the podcast there and we'll just say that when you are training or doing exercise or running, whatever it is, uh, it shouldn't be considered a form of punishment for having no. a good night the night before or, or weddings last week like Eric over here having different kind of session it should if you look at it as punishment for doing something you're not going to be able to to sustain it long term you're going to have that bad mindset which is mad because a lot of this stuff we keep going back to ends up being mindset as well as the, the physical side to it as well so anything else for the last add to this episode week's episode other than that no Thank you once again for listening to this week's episode of the Any Given Run Day podcast. Thank you for sharing it on your Instagram stories and on social media as well. And that's it from the four of us. Take care.